Drink it in now. Deep left side carry on. Picks on the block. At the five. At the two. At the one to the end zone. Touchdown Detroit Lions. Drink it in now. Get up Stafford throws. It is end zone. Detroit Kool-Aid, Detroit Kool-Aid drinkers, what is going on? It is Friday, everybody's favorite day of the week, especially Grifka, and we are here talking Lions as we do twice a week right here on the Detroit Kool-Aid cast. I'm your host, Derek Oakry. I got my co-host, the, the star of the show on the other end of the line. You know his name. He goes by one name. That's simply this, Grifka. You can find him on Twitter, at GrifkaDKC. Grifka, how you doing on a Friday? I think I know, but I want you to tell me. Oh, you know what it is, man. It's Friday, so I'm doing good. Doing good. Even though it's like wintertime, it's cold, it's almost Christmas. Uh, we're not quite getting what uh, we want as Lions fans for presents, but still, it's still, you know, nice. You know, be able to sit down, watch the game. Who knows if Stafford is not looking good right now, you know, but still, you're still watching football for at least a few more weeks of our beloved Lions. So, once again, TGIF, thank God it's Friday. Absolutely. Grifka, again, it's been another tough season. I mean, the losses are piling up on me. We come on here twice a week and talk about it. Another coach and GM is gone. We're talking about guys like Chris Spielman coming in here trying to get this right. We're talking about um, new GMs, new head coach, draft coming up, which I'm trying to get on top of here in my free time. Get ready for that. I mean, what do you got lined up for me on a Friday? Because we got to talk some lines here, buddy. Yeah, well, I mean, let's do this, man. I mean, we kind of scattered our show, you know, earlier this week with Logan. It was about, like, the front office move, so we gave our takes on that. So let's just do this. Let's just make this show about Tennessee and uh, go from there. So my first question for you is, um, last week I was watching, actually, the Tennessee football game, and, you know, we all know they have Derrick Henry and the color man. You know, Derrick Henry had just wrapped, um, ripped off this nice run. And he's like, oh, Derrick Henry, great run. You know, possibly the best running back in the game right now. I guess I started thinking, I'm like, started naming off other guys in my head thinking, oh, that guy might be better. Oh, that guy might be better. So I just wanted to pose that question to you. Do you think, you know, with this all-around game, do you think Derrick Henry's the best running back in the game right now? Grifka, on a Friday, we're here on the Detroit Kool-Aid cast, and you start off the show saying that we're going to talk about the Tennessee Titans. Is this a real question right now? Are you Are you for real? Uh, yes, it is. <laughs> Grifka, I hate the Tennessee Titans. I hate everything about them. I hate their their uniforms. I hate most of their players on their team, especially their quarterback, Ryan Tannehill. I mean, this guy's horrible. How you pay him $100 million, I will never know. People want to show me his stat line or what he's done the past 10 games or however long he's actually been good. I want nothing to do with Tannehill or anything that's going with the Titans. Like, I mean, it's all this revisionist history about Vrabel and this, that, and the other. Like, 
you know, Derrick Henry, ask me about him. The only thing I think about when I think about Derrick Henry is me sitting there on draft day talking with the big Hughes about who we would take. And I can never forget in the second round, you know, we had taken uh, your favorite player, your favorite left tackle, one of the greatest uh, offensive tackles in the game today, Grifka. His name is Taylor Decker. And we we're coming around in the second round. And I'm like, Hughes, who, who, what are you thinking? And Hughes is like, what do you think about Derrick Henry right here? I'm like, ah, I'm like, you know, all the reports then were that he was big, fast and physical, but he just didn't love the game or he wasn't going to be able to translate to the NFL level yet. You knew he was a beast in college. And so I was like, ah, I don't know, man, I, I'm, I'm probably pass on him. And, and he was like, when we do our live picks, I'm pretty sure he either took him or he said, you know, that was somebody he would have was considering. I can't remember if he actually pulled the trigger because that's that's the part, Griffith. You do all this talk. Everybody else on Twitter and on the radio wants to say, oh, why didn't they take this guy? Why didn't they take that guy? Well, because when you're actually sitting there and have to pick between, you know, 50 players you like in the upper second round to say you would have picked Derrick Henry uh, is just you know, revisionist history most of the time. So, I mean, Derrick Henry is a guy where he started off really slow. I remember I had him in fantasy football in only a couple leagues because, again, I, I hate the Titans. I hated him kind of as a player. Did nothing. I ended up trading him and getting a good return. And then all the guy does now is run for 200 every game and, and looks like an absolute man-child on the field. Seems like he's found himself as far as a, a football player. The Titans still didn't do him very right. You know, would they pay him like $10 bucks? You know, they kind of still went on the cheap for this guy. But he continues to put out numbers. I mean, I don't see any way the Detroit Lions slow this guy down. I feel like they'll just feed it to him 25 times. He's going to run for at least 150 or 175 on us and probably at least two touchdowns is kind of a floor at this point when you think for this guy. I mean, he's turning out to be a beast, but I still don't love the player. I definitely don't like the Tennessee Titans. Um, You're not going to hear me go on and on about Vrabel. I'm sure you're going to ask me about that here on the show. And... I just don't like them. I got in some big beef with the guys. Just like, wouldn't you love the Lions to be like the Titans? No, I, I don't want them to be like the Titans. I, I don't like the Titans. I don't care if they're winning. I don't care if they feel like they're smash mouth. I just don't like the team. I, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, just a quick follow-up to that. So you're saying Derrick Henry's not the best running back in the game right now then? <laughs> Like, I mean, he's putting up here's here's the argument we was getting to. He's putting up the best stats. He's the hottest running back right now. He's the biggest beast at running back. But if I'm starting a franchise, no, I don't think I'm taking Derrick Henry first overall here in 2020 because, you know, back in the Up day, what running back do you take? You're picking any running back in the game right now to start. A friend. Who, who do you take? Yeah, I'm getting to that point, Grifka. I mean, oh, okay. Derrick Henry, he's had, he's had injury issues. He's he, he I don't feel like he loves the game. I feel like he's just good, and he's putting up these crazy numbers, and he's in a good situation. But the new age 2020-type running back, in my opinion, again, I don't have a, a full list right on top of my head. There's, there's two guys at the top of my list, and it's a guy that I went all in next year, and I've had for years now. In fantasy football, and he's going to prove it on the football field. You want to know who that is, Grifsky? If you're telling me you would take, like, DeAndre Swift in front of Derrick Henry, I'm going to check your head there, buddy. <laughs> no, Grifka, you should know who he is. His name is Saquon Barkley. <laughs> That's who it is. <laughs> Saquads, baby. The guy's incredible head on his Isn't shoulders. Isn't he injured right now? 
He's been injured a lot, but that does it's okay. not about what you've done, it's about <laughs> what you're going to do. He's got gray head on his shoulders, he's got the the greatest quads in the history of football. He can run it, he can catch it, he can do everything you want it to do. He's got breakaway type speed. Bockley's my guy is my number one pick with a close second being the new age 2020 running back. And that's Alvin Kamara. The guy can catch it. He's slippery. He puts up crazy numbers. He catch you a hundred balls a year, or he can run for 1500 yards. I mean, those are my top two guys. I mean, everyone's going to tell you Derek Henry because what he's doing right now, but like you said, there's other guys in front of him. Say quads. Kamara would probably be my top two at this point. Okay. McCaffrey I mean, as tomorrow, well. Tomorrow I was thinking him. Yeah. Yeah, him, Dalvin Cook. Those would be my guys right there. So Yeah. Like you um, say, we're we're at four names already that I'd rather have all the McCaffrey, Kamara, Quads, and Dalvin are probably all guys I'd rot, went over King Henry. Gosh, but he's gonna okay, kill he's gonna take, kill the Lions. I might even this take week, Zeke over him as well. So he's gonna kill the Lions this week though. I hate to say it. It's gonna be nasty. Yeah. Just a quick follow up to that once again. Didn't you go to a game in Tennessee a number of years ago and uh, the Lions pulled out a victory? First of all, Griffey, you've done two follow-ups now. What okay, do we this is a totally different question. Didn't you go to a game in Tennessee a couple of years, a few years ago that came out with victory? Griffey, I'm trying to get to a gimmick line. Instead of follow-up, what do we call it on the Kool-Aid cast? Oh, we piggyback those babies. <laughs> yes, it's a Grifka piggyback, and this is two now. And and, and again, you got to put in your homework, Grifsky. I never went to a game in Tennessee. They never got a W. I, I got blown out when I went to watch the Lions in Washington by 40 points. That was back in the Roy Boy Kitna days. I've been to a game in Philly where, where Nate Burleson toe-tapped his toes, and we won it in overtime on a Matt Prater field goal. And then, unfortunately, I had to sit by you for four quarters in the freezing cold in Green Bay by all these nice Green Bay people while we got shafted by the referees. And all you could say is, well, jolly gee, gee what, a, what a fun game that was. Wasn't that fun, Oakry? No, it wasn't fun. We got screwed. We had a great tailgate, but the game was not fun. Grifka, those are, those are basically most of the games I've been at. Don't you went and, to and one I, in Tennessee. And I was in the ATL for a dub. So, so no, i never been in Tennessee. I don't want to go to Tennessee. I don't want to watch the Titans. I don't want to uh, do that, especially this Sunday, because we're going to get our doors blown out by Tennessee. So, no, you, you got your facts all wrong on this piggyback. I thought you went down to Tennessee to check out those killer uniforms they have. No. Even their old ones. <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, you brought him up, so of course I have to ask him now. Um, didn't Mike Vrabel <sighs> once interview for the Detroit Lions head coaching position? I believe he did, yes. I mean, would uh, he's actually looking pretty good right now. Uh, I don't know how they went with what they went with what. Uh, who they with Matt Patricia instead? Was <laughs> that who they took? Yeah, I believe that was the guy, yeah. Okay. So do you like Mike Vrabel? You think he's a good coach? It's just one of those things by guilt by association that he's uh, – you know, coaching in Tennessee that you don't like him. That and a lot of people mistake in that uh, he actually coached, for, you know, for Bill Belichick. That never happened. He just played in New England. Yeah, I mean, again, it's a beef with me because all these people that want to say I told you so way after the fact when there's only a couple people that went out on the limb and thought maybe he'd be good based on what? You never done any, what was he, a linebacker coach for the Houston Texans, something like that? Like, I mean, barely had done anything in the game. Now he f- goes into the situation. He puts up some W's for, what, two seasons now? Everybody wants to anoint this guy? I mean, okay, he, he's done a few tactful things that have been good. He, he has a little bit of moxie and mojo, but I'm not ready to just 
put this guy in the Hall of Fame as a head coach at this point. And people were like, oh, the Lions should have known. They missed out. Oh, man, I'm sure Grifka's going to tell us how he knew Mike Vrabel was going to be so good. And that would have been his selection and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, everybody talked about Vrabel. He interviewed here. He wasn't a slam dunk hire. You know, everyone was on board with Matt Pat when he signed up. And now everybody just wants to try to say, I told you so. When nobody told you so, the only told you so's that we're doing now here on the show is after the fact, because now we can tell you so that Matt Patricia was a horrible head coach. His scheme didn't work. He brought in horrible football players at the linebacker corner safety and defensive end, uh, you know, defensive rush type areas. And, and that's why he's no longer the head coach here. So I just get sick of all that after the fact stuff. So good, good on you, Mike Vrabel. You won a couple seasons. Like I don't see you with any hardware. I see you with maybe one playoff victory, you know, we'll, we'll see what you do long-term. I mean, but yeah, he's, he's not at the top of my list. I'm not here fawning over it. Like, Oh, we could have had the next great one. I mean, we, we we took the coach that everybody thought was the right fit. It didn't work. Now we're on to the next. I mean, that is what it is. <laughs> man, ripping a guy, man. Turned around a team, man. Coming in cold. I'm like, I'm going to get you a blanket, dude. You cold. I thought it was just the weather, but no, it's you, Derek. It's like a season and a half of decent wins, Grifka. I mean, I I know you only go off of what happened yesterday and think that's going to happen today, but, I mean, I could see this guy easily, like, this team falling apart here in a year or two and him looking like a middle-of-the-road coach. It's just like everybody's hot favorite coach right now, and that happens every year, you know. Look at this guy. Look at that guy. Okay, in the next two years, they're they're picking top ten in the draft. I mean, I'm not not very impressed. I mean, do I... I like that he gets out there with his defensive lineman, throws the bag around a little bit. Sure. I mean, that's that's decent. I wouldn't mind that. I mean, Patricia tried to do that, too. We saw that with that goddess. So, I mean, gosh, I, I don't know. We're going to get to this game, but I still think the Lions are going to get beat down in Tennessee and everyone's going to come back and on the show or on Twitter and be like, oh, man, you're bashing the Titans. Look, at they just killed the Lions. Like, I'd love to have their team. Yeah, you'd love to have their team right now because they've got a beast at a running back. They've got a, a system that works. A.J. Brown's a monster. But, I mean, the Lions are in total shutdown mode, so this isn't going to be a good game, but I still don't want the Titans franchise here in Detroit. You know what? Yeah, well, I wouldn't want the Titans and franchise here in Detroit. Either. Then there'd be the Detroit Titans and... Don't they have a basketball team named that? So that would make so. no sense at all. So um, <laughs> very confusing, Grifka, for the people. I'm, I'm not. Are we going sure. to a basketball game or is this a football game? Um, next question for you. In Griffith, regards to Tennessee, because I'm loving on. your takes on this. Hold on, you you What's did that? bring it. You did bring it up. We we do have the sport we shall not speak of here on the show. But how about a sport we don't speak of, but we should? The Detroit Pistons, Grifka. We got to talk some hoops. I know it's your your favorite sport on the planet. You love yourself some NBA basketball. The Detroit Pistons are doing what the Detroit Lions need to do, which is getting a GM who just ripped the thing to shreds, turned it upside down. We got young talent. We got some exciting uh, under-the-radar type players. 
watch out for the Pistons, Grifka, getting it turned around here in the next uh, two to four years. I mean, I'm super excited about some Detroit freaking basketball. I mean, I don't know what you're talking about, Detroit Titans hoops. I mean, that was maybe back in your heyday, but I'm talking about some Detroit Pistons. If the Lions can be like back what the, the Pistons heyday, just no, did. The Detroit Titans. The University of Detroit, their basketball team nickname is the Titans. I know, but nobody <laughs> nobody cares about them. I mean, what was that? Like, do you go to a couple games back in the day? Or nobody cares about the no, Detroit Titans. they're on TV. <laughs> they're, they're horrible. <laughs> we got to talk about Pistons if we're going to talk Detroit hoops, baby. Well, I had Come to bring on. it to you. The Pistons are horrible as get, well. Get on the train. So, they uh, have been horrible. See, this is why you're so wrong here on the show. You tell me they're horrible because they've been horrible. You don't pay attention to what's about to happen. And the Detroit Pistons, they're right. not month have for, totally for as much the as, franchise for as much as i complain that the lions don't get calls against the packers the lions just don't get calls the nba is the most rigged sport in the world i mean oh give me a break gosh. that's that whole freaking sport is rigged for its superstars i mean is it uh oh, you can't God. breathe on a superstar without getting a you know foul called on you it's just it's it's you know they all get together to form these super teams now because not one of them's got a backbone to try to you know win it on his own and it's it's like come on it's like charles barkley's out there yeah at least charles oh he didn't win anything yeah right but he wasn't calling up michael jordan and larry bird and everybody's like hey why don't we get together go play in utah no i mean but it's let's face it that like the nba cares about maybe like eight teams total and everybody else is just cannon fodder okay and i hate to break it to you detroit is just cannon fodder you know it's like gianna it was gianna greek freak just signed another five-year deal in milwaukee and right now you know the nba you know the higher-ups are crying because he's in milwaukee and the nba does not care about milwaukee they're like why did you sign there like couldn't you go to la or new york please oh god and they're crying they're crying right now because one of their major superstars in a a low-level market and like we all saw it when like in the playoffs last year we're like Milwaukee, like they were in bubbles, but they're playing in Milwaukee. One of the best players, think they're like in the one o'clock time slot when everybody's at work. Oh no! But it's like, come on, but let's put the Clippers on at eight o'clock, okay? Well, we got to get the Clippers on here. It's just, yeah, okay, whatever. One of the best basketball players, yeah, they went out early. He's in the one o'clock slot, okay? So yeah, obviously the NBA really cares about Milwaukee. They don't give a crap about Detroit or Atlanta or Orlando. They don't care about those guys. So I mean, they can the Pistons. Can bring in, make all these deals, whoever they want. It doesn't matter. You know, there's nobody on Detroit where if they drive, drive the lane and, and like LeBron breathes on them, they're not getting a foul. Okay, but you know, somebody looks at LeBron as he takes a jump shot and he's like looking at the ref looking for a foul. And LeBron James is good. He's great. Don't get me wrong. He is. But that guy is just like you know, somebody like drip, right, you know, drip sweat right. on him all of a sudden. All just like right. he threw off my shot, put me on the line. It's all like, right, we, we heard on. you. Now, now, part of me bringing up the NBA was to goat you into an, an NBA rant, which worked out perfectly for my part and for the listeners. The other part that's funny is you just translated your Lions "woe is me" take to the NBA, so so we can tell that that's not a, a cordial just cogent thought by you that's just some random thing you have on all sports that your team just it's hated by the refs they're not like last time i checked i don't even watch basketball i mean i watch basketball detroit pistons won two championships with no superstars didn't get calls whatever they still overcame so throw that out the window and my favorite part about your argument was you called like three or four guys on that team that are in the hall of fame now (laughs) you're talking like the 89 90 team yeah i mean there's what rodman Zeke, yeah, but Joe your whole, your whole I mean, rant, Hall of Fame, dude. your whole rant was about getting calls. That those Pistons not only didn't get calls, they they re 
they redid the NBA when it came to officiating and calls on the other spectrum. But yeah, yeah you're right. Like, they, they, yeah, they redid it because they were they were playing, and Jordan went to like, you know, whoever went done Stern's like, oh yeah, I, I'm getting tired of getting knocked to the ground, so uh, you got to protect me a little more. So like, yeah, like anytime you know somebody like, you know, plays a little bit of defense, there's fouls called and. Yeah. Okay, but you're, then you're, they changed the face of the your game. Your rant got proved wrong again in 04 when they won the championship. But we got to get back, unfortunately, talking about Lions Titans. But I got to finish it with my favorite part of your rant is you calling Giannis Antetokounmpo Gianna. I mean, like yeah, that, that just is. that just throws your whole argument out there right there that you have no idea about. Okay, a great sport the, like the NBA, NBA sucks. Okay, can we like not talk about that? Let's talk about something where you actually have to you actually have to you know go out and earn the victory, and that would be baseball. You, I mean, no matter how much of a superstar oh. you are, you still have to go oh, earn God. it. You still have to go pitch, and you still have to go hit. You just can't automatically put on a free throw line when you look at the ref. Okay. Yeah, exactly. That's what everybody did with your NBA take, especially talking about the loser Pistons. <laughs> oh, everybody just wait till the Pistons are good. Griff Colby bringing them on the yeah, show. Yeah, we'll be waiting a while. Like, Detroit basketball, baby, let's go. Because he's, no, I won't he's, be. he's living no, in I 2008. Won't be. With your tagline of see you at, see you at, the, par- see you at, the, at the parade. <laughs> no, you won't see me at the parade because you know, I won't give a crap, okay? <laughs> I mean, I'm very fair weather when it comes to the NBA, the most rigged sport in the world. That is so rigged. Same with the rest of the fans at the parade for that sport we shall not speak of. That'll never happen. All right, Griff Cook, can we talk about football? That's really what matters. I mean, come on. Let, yes, let's, 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 get your, well, let's get your, my last your question random here. rants out of here. Cool. Thank God. I needed that too here on Friday. <laughs> need to be relaxed going into this weekend. So I appreciate that. Thank you very much. Um, last question. What what happened with Ryan Tannehill? How come does this guy all become become like a decent game manager? I mean, he's not a superstar, but he's better than you know some guys in this league. He actually looks decent some games. I mean, I mean, is he just a system quarterback, or they just got an offensive line to protect him? And just when he was in Miami, they didn't have any talent. What is it? I mean, it's. It's similar to, uh, I don't know, a, a famous thing you said on this show, which was something to the effect of, yeah, Baker Mayfield, he sucks, okay? Mark it down. Like, th- th- just insert Ryan Tannehill's name in that rant, and then you got my thoughts, because Ryan Tannehill is not good. He was a wide receiver in college. He was horrible in Miami. He's a... I, Ryan I Tannehill wasn't a wide receiver in college. He was a quarterback at Texas A&M. He was a wide receiver before that or uh, throughout his college career. Everybody got drafted as a QB. Everybody's like, wasn't he a receiver like Ryan a year Tannehill? ago? Yes, he was Griffin. a quarterback at Texas A&M, dude. <laughs> Grifka, please, Go back, please, check, please. check your facts, man. <laughs> Grifka, don't, don't make yourself look this bad on the show. I mean, you I'm pretend gonna, to I'm know football. I'm looking it up right now. I'm looking uh, it up right now. Oh, I can't Hold wait. Let's just add this to your list of horrible takes and things you got wrong on the show. And you have to admit this one when you look it up because he played at least two uh, years I'm... at wide receiver. You act like he never uh, played ever. He, yeah, he played college football at Texas and then transitioning from wide receiver to the team's starting quarterback. He was a starting quarterback. If he started out, he didn't play two years as a wide receiver. Mark it down, everybody. Grifka's knowledge of of his favorite player, Brian Tannehill's history. 
Grifka, your your thoughts of thinking Tannehill never played receiver and trying to call I me out said, on I it. Never said, I, I it was never said never. Period, point blank. It was a, a, one of the dumbest decisions I ever made. <laughs> I didn't say never. I said he didn't play. So if he if he was on the practice and they threw him under quarterback, he, he obviously was good enough to play quarterback. I didn't say he didn't play quarterback. I said he started out as a wide receiver, and yes, he played a season or two at wide receiver before going to quarterback. He's a horrible quarterback. He was a horrible wide receiver. I never would have paid him the type of money the Titans pay him. How he makes the plays he makes, I have no idea because he's not a good football player. He's not a leader of men. He's not a guy that I would have on my squad, and people act like this guy's the next coming of Joe Montana. He's Ryan freaking Tannehill. Mark it down, everybody. He sucks, okay? There you go, Grifka. Okay. I can live with that. Let's do this. Let's take a break. Catch our breath. Then we'll come back and we'll uh, <sighs> break down the game, even though I think I know how you're going to go with this. All right. Let's do that. Everybody, quick break. Um, check out my other podcast, BLEAV and Lions on the Believe Podcasting Network with Benny Blades. Lion safety, always bringing the heat. Fun show. Check it out. We'll be right back. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. What's going on, everybody? This is your host, Derek Oakry of the Detroit Kool-Aid cast. And this is normally where I tell you about some of our great sponsors. But today, I want to tell you about my other Lions podcast. It's called Believe in Lions. And that's spelled B-L-E-A-V on the Believe Podcasting Network with both myself and Lions legendary safety, Benny Blades. Yeah, you know who he is. The hard-hitting safety, Benny Blades, played for the Lions. He also played for... The U, you know what it is, the University of Miami, those Miami Hurricanes. He mentions it multiple times a show. Benny loves to talk about his Hurricanes, his Lions, and I love to play this soundbite on the show. We have a ton of fun on that show. We laugh, we joke, we talk Lions. Like I said, he brings up the Hurricanes. I talk about my Michigan Wolverines. Um, it's, it's a really fun show. Benny loves the Lions. He tells great stories from his playing days as well as uh, we're just rooting on this team. We B-L-E-A-V in the Lions. So please go ahead, find it on your favorite podcast platform. Hit that subscribe button and check it out. Share it with a friend. We really appreciate it. So check out Believe, B-L-E-A-V in Lions, with myself and Benny Blades. Thank you guys so much. Detroit Kool-Aid drinkers are back from the break. We haven't played it enough. I mean, you know, we know you guys do this, but we got to hit it up on the show. Drink it in, man. Drink that Detroit Kool-Aid. We got a hand, what, three games left. Um, still been a tough season. Don't know if we're going to have Stafford. But we know we got to drink that Detroit Kool-Aid, support our team, no doubt about it. So, Grifka, what else you got here on the show? Okay, let's just uh, – you're uh... – you, you said what, uh, Tannehill, not Tannehill, Derrick Henry's going to go what, 150 and two touchdowns? That's yes, that's sir. the uh, that's that's the floor? That, that, that's a that, piston drop, just by the way, Griffin, in case you didn't know. Yes, sir! <laughs> yeah, because I mean, I'd never heard that one. At least I watch baseball and I get your uh, your one from your old, your old friend who is a terrible caller of games as well. <laughs> wait, wait, Play that you one mean, really quick. Don't you have it? You, you mean Hall of Famer, Rod Allen? Oh, oh, oh. 
Baseball Hall of Fame. What the Hall greatest of fame announcer of all time in the sport we shall not speak of. I know you tried to sneak in the name, but I mean, I'll have to edit that out later. Okay, I can live with that. So, uh, okay. So, uh, obviously, is it uh, he's going to go for 150 and two touchdowns? Is that simply because the, Ryan, the Lions, you know, rush defense is terrible or just Titans offensive line is that good? And uh, what, what's your reasoning why you think he's going to go off so much? I mean, the the guy's 6'3", 250-plus pounds. The Lions can't tackle anybody. They got gloves made of Crisco and bodies dipped in, in you know, body oil. I don't know what's going on with this team, but he's just going to run us over. He's going to slip past us. He's going to make us look foolish. I mean... It's going to be ugly on Sunday. I mean, the only thing that I'll give the Lions is for some reason, if you go back in their history, I mean, Pat Mahomes makes everybody look like ridiculous every week, yet the Lions held him, what, to zero, one touchdown, whatever it was last year. They go ahead and they play like the Cowboys, and somehow they hold down Zeke Elliott. You know, I don't know how the Lions find a way to do this, but I'm telling you, this probably is not going to be one of those times. I feel like everybody knows Derrick Henry's going to get the ball. He's going to get the ball. And he's going to run straight over our whole defense. And then when he doesn't do that, they'll just throw to wide open A.J. Brown. He'll score as well. I have no faith right now that we'll be able to slow down this freight train. One fitty is his floor. Two fitty is, is maybe possible as well. Okay, so let's do this. Um, You're going one fitty. So one fitty is over under. Are you going to put a realistic one? Don't give me 100 yards over under. So he'll break 100. I don't think he's <laughs> going to get over one fitty, though. So I'll take the under on that. And you're going two touchdowns. Gosh, that's almost kind of like that's almost like saying, "Gosh, this this go. is this is me looking at Derrick Henry's stat line at the end of the game." Damn! <laughs> that that's well, what, better, what it's going to be the reaction. You rest that to rest in the, peace, Debo. By the way, what is that? You better take that to what the Bet Online or whatever. What is that? <laughs> bet Online that AG, one of our great sponsors over at Believe Podcasting Network. That's a free plug, but but hey, is Chuck Dog still rocking the Debo icon on his uh, on what is it, his Skype or his Zoom? I mean, rest in peace. I mean, to him, what a, what a great movie, what a great guy. I mean, uh, I think he would like it out of respect. Damn! <laughs> That's great. It's my book. But, uh, <laughs> Okay, so I'm going less than 150. Oh, this is great. We're almost what? doing prop bets. You, you think Derrick Henry's going to run for less than 150 against the current Detroit Lions defense? I mean, yep, I'm Griffo. going 135. Hold on, wait for it. What the hell are you doing? <laughs> I mean, that, that take by you? That drives me freaking bonkers. Griffin, okay. he's going for 150 to 200. It's like, duh. It's like, duh. It's like, duh. Oh, I, I can't nah, even serve I'll, up the Kool Aid on this one. It's gonna be nasty. I'm going less than that. I'm, I'm go. I'll go. Pro, this is prop bet time. This is what we're doing. Prop bet. This is. Oh, uh, break down this. You're oh, going 150. So I'm going. Uh, I'm going below that. So uh, let's do this. Ryan Tannehill, 275 yards passing over under. I'm going <laughs> over on this one. <laughs> oh, that's under. He sucks. <laughs> <laughs> He's um, horrible. <laughs> he, he sucks. That's all. He sucks. They don't need him. They're just gonna give the ball to Derrick Henry. It's gonna be like a like Bo Jackson play on Tech Mobile. We got the oh. one run. That's all it's gonna be. Oh, there's um, no doubt. Griffco, let's just let's just try to do it here live on the show. I'm like that's so, Ryan Tennyhill right there. Baker. Yeah, yeah. I just want to let you. Know. He sucks. Okay. 
Yeah, there you go. Mark it down. <laughs> there you go. I just I just well, amended here, the drop. Here, I'll give you I'll I'll give you the I'll give you the same response you always give to me. He's winning ball games right now. Look at the record. What else do you want? And so I'll it's the same you, crap you tell me when I tell you Baker Mayfield sucks. And, and I'll give you my response. Know your role and shut your mouth because the people's champ is ready to talk. Ryan Tannehill, you suck. You're horrible. I'm so glad you're not the Lions quarterback. I, I can't stand you. And let's do this. Over under for the Titans defense, four sacks. Um, that, that's going to be, that's going to be over as well. Over four sacks over gosh. I don't want to take under. Cause I, I think that too, I'm with you on that one right there. Over, over. I'm going with that. Um, let's see. Like I said, right. Like I said, in the preview, it's, it's not looking good for Stafford this weekend with his, with his, uh, with his, uh, ribs. So, uh, uh, Indian, not Indian, Tennessee, uh, over under on ints. Let's go one point five. I mean, I don't know. I, I we don't know when we're recording here if Stafford's gonna be back there. I mean, he protects the ball, but this is a game where I could see it getting out of hand, and he hasn't had many turnovers. I mean, oh, he's our quarterback. That's my team. <laughs> That's my quarterback. It's my quarterback. That's everybody's quarterback. But I mean, I know Grifka that that you just you you love him some Ryan Tannehill. That's your quarterback. It's really unfair. It's my quarterback. It's my quarterback. And if you guys do that, man, it's unfair. We lost as a team. (laughs) That that's Grifka after the show. Make me making fun of Ryan Tannehill, his boy. I mean. I don't know. Stafford probably over two picks. I mean, Chase Daniel definitely over two picks if he plays. I mean, I, I, I just don't feel good about this game whatsoever, if you can tell. And except that Ryan Tannehill is horrible. That's the only thing I know. Okay. So if that's the case, um, you're making it sound like this is going to be a doors blow off. So uh, what's your final score on this one as we get out of here? Griff, could you want a definitive score for me? You want a declarative statement on this game? Yeah, because uh, I'm I'm really starting to like Benny's picks where he just goes Lions by three. He doesn't give you a score, so the final score can be actually Lions three to nothing. But um, you know he he does that Lions by I like the Lions by two, two. Right. I mean, okay, the twelve ten game would they get a safety to win that thing? But okay, so the uh, most random I, I predictions. Want, I want a score. And then I always pre- like prep them for a score. I know I can't give a score, but it's good they're gonna win by. Th- by uh, by five. <laughs> just like, what? Yes. <laughs> what are you so it's like some about? random number that's like, if you got it on the Super Bowl board, you're like, damn, I got stuck with five. I'm screwed. I know because you know, nobody gets. Well, if they get if they get six touchdowns, you know, I mean, like, come on, whatever. So, okay, so uh, what's your score, man? All right, so here's my definitive final answer on my prediction for the Detroit Lions versus the Tennessee Titans. I do declare. I do declare. Now I'm done. Rack me. 41 for the Titans. Wow. 21 for the Lions. I mean, 20-point loss. I just don't see it going well at all. And I hate the Titans. The Titans are horrible. I hate them as a football team, as an organization. Derrick Henry's going to run over us. A.J. Brown is going to catch everything in sight. And, uh, and yeah, Ryan Tannehill uh, absolutely, positively sucks so uh, there it is everybody there it is okay so 20 point loss okay so um i'm on the same side of ledger with you i'm gonna say gosh 
I'm going to go Tennessee 32, Detroit 13. There we go. <laughs> Their offense is going to struggle down in Tennessee. It's hotter down there. So uh, not much me, hotter, but still. That's me assuming, I mean, that we don't have this guy at quarterback. That, that's assuming that the Lions run defense and pass defense is, I don't know, this. I mean, I, I I just don't see anything going good for the Detroit Lions. I mean, I would love to hear, you know, Dan Miller saying touchdown Detroit Lions. I'd love to hear um, lots of other good things. But I think the Titans are going to look at the Lions and simply say this. Man's game, bitch. <laughs> that's going to be the ball game right there. It's, it's going to be ugly. I hate to do it. I love to serve up Kool-Aid, but it's going to be one of those games where we don't have our quarterback. We don't have Kenny Galladay. We're on the road. Um, our season's over, and we're just due for one of those bad ball games, I think, here. Hate to do it. Hate to say it, everybody. And Ryan Tannehill, you still suck, bro. Just like just like the legendary um, – Gosh, who who said this? This was um, he played for the Titans actually. Gosh, why? Is it, maybe maybe you'll remind, remember who said this, Griff? Because it was a running back for the Tennessee Titans. He he said this, Jim. You can take the school from down south out and put Ryan Tannehill, and it works. Hey, listen, Ohio State sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who was that big fat running back that they had back in the early two thousands? Oh, Lendale White? Lendale White, everybody, with this gem. And then the laugh by some reporter. That's just legendary as well. Hey, listen. Ohio State sucks. <laughs> Grifka, since we've been having fun with the sound bites, let me try to voice over this one as well. Hey, listen. Hey, listen. Ohio Ryan State Tannehill sucks. sucks. <laughs> All right. I, I missed that's, it a little bit, but people get the point. That's awesome. <laughs> Thank you for that, Lendale White. That'll always be one of my favorite drops ever because it's so true and it's so funny. And whoever laughed is just a legend. So it's it's not going to be no laughing matter on Sunday, though, Grifka. I mean, hopefully Swift can get rolling. Hopefully, you know, if Stafford is back there, they can put up some points. But I just don't see how they're going to stop the run game. And we've seen they've been absolute Swiss, as I've called them on Twitter in the past game as well. So I, I don't know how they get that right. Yeah, it's not looking good on Sunday. Nope. You, you got anything else to get me fired up, Griffco? You want to play any other funny bits here on the show, or do we need to get up out of here now? Let's get up out of here. Griffco, if we're going to end the show, I mean, if that's all you got, I mean, you got me fired up. We had some fun with the sound bits. We talked some lions. We, we went over some other topics. You heard uh, me here. I don't know if people heard it at all on the show, but Ryan Tannehill is horrible, in case you missed that here on the show. But, Griffco, there's only one thing left to do. And that's simply this. Grifka, for this Lions-Titans ball game, the people want to know if you have anything else tremendous, stupendous. If you want to follow up on the fact that Ryan Tannehill sucks, or if you just have anything else incredible that the people need to hear on a Friday. Do you have anything else for the people? Uh, nope. Ryan Tannehill sucks, everybody. The Titans are going to take it to the Lions. I hate to say it, but we'll be back here next week talking all things Detroit Lions. And next week, we'll be serving up some of that Detroit Kool-Aid as Tom Brady comes to town. Who knows? We might have a new GM and head coach. Chris Spielman might be doing some big things. Who knows? We'll talk all about it next week. Thank you guys so much for listening. Take care, everybody.
We're out. Drink it in, man.